Well, that's the thing is is um, people on all sides. I mean, of of the tribal lords uh, have ties to each other, blood ties, yeah. ties to our stated enemies, our actual enemies, and you know, there's a there's a a definite fighting season. There's the poppy fields. There's I was poppy fields is heroin, right? Correct. Yeah, that was in the Hel- Helmand River Valley, Southern Helmand River Valley, and part of my AO, my area of operations, uh, went all the way to the Pakistani border. So these guys would come up from the Paki border. They would launch attacks on U.S. forces and coalition personnel. They would dig holes and put bombs in the ground. And then they would run south to Pakistan, and we didn't do anything about it. Occasionally, once a year, a battalion would get you know mount up and try to chase them down to the border. It was like a, it was like a known thing. It was an annual, almost an exercise. You know, the whole U.S. battalion would be chasing these guys south, and they would get to the border, and then we would stop at the border, and maybe you apprehend one or two on the way down. I mean, it, it, it turned into a joke. By the way, that's how it was in two in twenty eleven. Yeah. When we were still doing that. That's 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Well, I mean, this was a war that Canadian uh, soldiers were in as well. Maybe you encountered some while you were there. Um, there's actually... Uh, huh, there was a rugby tournament that I would bring my team in. Named after a young man who died uh, in a firefight over there for the Canadian forces. He was like 20 years old. Um, and, you know, we kept... Students would ask me. They'd say... You know, what What was the point of sending the troops to Afghanistan? And uh, before the, you know, alleged uh, assassination of, of bin Laden, it was a relatively easy answer. It was sort of like, well, there's a bad guy and he did a bad thing and he's trying to be in charge. You know, it's sort of that narrative. That Okay, that's, that's something you can kind of sell to the people and, and it makes a little bit of sense. But ever since um, bin Laden has been killed, allegedly... Um, it's just been, what are we still doing there? I mean, it, it's been, we're just there and people are, I mean, admittedly the casualties are few, all things considered, but the point is there shouldn't be any because it shouldn't be happening. Um, the Taliban is not just a group of, I mean, I'm sure some of them are pretty ragtag misfits, but clearly they're, uh, they're sophisticated in their terrain. It's a civilizational difference between people from different, uh, ways of being almost, uh, and they don't operate by the same rules that you or I do. And uh, it's a cat and mouse game the whole time. Yeah, I mean, Afghan fighters, be they uh, Taliban or Northern Alliance or some other tribal uh, whatever, these are people that are born into warfare, know warfare, have been fighting. They've, they've been fighting the Russians before they were fighting us. And I think the one thing that Biden, you know, fake Catholic usurper in chief Joe Biden actually said that was true is that Afghanistan is the graveyard of empire. Yeah, yeah. This is why. This is why when when Obama, when Barack Hussein Obama got on TV and said we're going to pull out of Iraq and we're going to double down in Afghanistan, he would always pronounce it Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. That's that's when I knew that he really hated America because he wanted to double down in the useless, worthless, unwinnable war in a place where there's no infrastructure, no national identity, or or literacy, or even resources to speak of of any kind. Maybe there are some minerals there, but good luck mining them. Um, and me- meanwhile, you're going to leave like the oil-rich 
nation that actually has a culture and a history and roads, freeways, um, and just let them descend into violence. Like, um, that was yeah. a real tactical blunder. When, when fake Catholic usurper Chief Joe Biden says two, two Democrats and two Republicans have been presiding over this, and finally he's going to be the one to end it. No, actually, the truth is, is that Bush was probably right about Iraq in a lot of ways, and, um, and us trying to, to squeeze a win out of that uh, was 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 pretty important, and I believe one of the reasons why uh, DJT won the 45th presidency is because he's the one who actually just said it in the open. Look, make these people pay. We 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 took out uh, Saddam Hussein, found him in a hole in the ground, um, brought peace and stability to your nation, so you can repay us in oil. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um... It also shows, by the way, you listen to the Kennedy profession on the Crusade Channel. We just listened to a majority of Joe Biden's statement. Um, I, I feel very guilty because I found myself agreeing with a lot of things that he was saying, um, which I, I'm ashamed of. I might have to go to confess. I'm going to go to confession and say, forgive me, Father, for I believed something Joe Biden said, and I found it reasonable. And he's going to say, what did he say? I'm going to say, we should have got out of Afghanistan. He's going to say, well, I can't absolve you of that because there's no sin in that because because that's, you know, whether he did, he didn't think it. His, his adrenochrome brain didn't bring that up himself, but nonetheless, he said it, you know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm a, I took some notes here, and we're not going to go to a break, uh, listeners, by the way, because we, we came in about 20 minutes after the hour with the whole statement thing. So we're going to go right through to another, for another 25 minutes. But we got Mike from RTF on the line, eminently qualified, not just, uh, you know, a clean shaven. By the way, we have a, a Glory and Shine sponsor now, Mike. So so speaking of shaving products, you're known for having quite the shaved visage. Um, so check out Glory and Shine for your products, uh, crusadechannel.com forward slash glory. But in any case... I took a few notes here because I just was, there was a lot in there. There was a lot in there. And the one thing that he said, and I want to get your thoughts on, he said, they're not, he kept saying it. They're not willing to fight for themselves. What is, is that true? What does he mean by that? Well, I mean, it is true. The, the fact of the matter is, is that there's no such thing as Afghan national police. There's no such thing as Afghan national army, ANA, or Afghan national security forces. There's, there's Kabul, there are regional forces, but there's no such thing as a, as a national police force or a national anything because there's no such thing as a nation. Afghanistan is really not a nation. It's not governable, and it's not governed. It's a hodgepodge collection of little uh, areas, which are each like feudal uh, lord lands that are held by uh, you know thugs. And whichever thug has accrued the most assets and wields the most control is the is the tribal leader yeah yeah and it doesn't matter if he's taliban or not if if he can get the americans to build a well he's the he's the most important person there so what's the what's when we say afghanistan i know iraq the even though there was problems there the borders were largely drawn after the second world war um where does this border the borders of afghanistan come from if, if what you're saying is true and i know it is but Basically, you have regional little mini kingdoms, and then you have this, you know, globalist pressure over the decades between the Soviets and the West and so on and so forth to sort of make this place be a nation. Where does this nation of Afghanistan come from them if the people themselves aren't really into it? I mean, this, this is a good 
question. I mean, there there is a prehistoric and, and medieval history to the place. It's always been Islamic in its nature. Um, it has a long history of being basically an ungovernable region. I mean, um, there's there's you had like pagan religions prior to uh, yeah. Islam, you know, like Zoroastrianism in the Hellenic era. You had uh, and then post-Islamic conquest, they, you had Mongols go through there. Um, you, I mean, dude, the Russians couldn't subjugate this place. Yeah. So uh, the, the the Brits invaded in 1919. I suspect that's probably when where from once we get the. Um, the actual boundaries. Yeah. Um, most of the most of the Middle East was carved up by the Brits, but it's not it's not a it's not a coherent people. I mean, at least you look at our you look at Iraq and you could say Iraq maybe could be three different countries between yeah. the Sunni Shia and the Kurds. Yeah. But there's no there's not even like um, a, a coherent three way breakdown of Afghanistan. It's 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 not a country. Well, and you know when you said that uh, it was clear to you. When they pulled out of Af- uh, Iraq and decided to stay in Afghanistan, it was clear that they just hated Americans. Well, I can take that one step further and say when they pulled out of Iraq, it's also clear that they just hate Christians because, um, you know, one of the <laughs> funny enough, the Jewish uh, run uh, rebel media out of Canada. Uh, they have Christians that work there, but he's, he's not a Christian. The guy who runs it, he was uh, on the horn like people in America didn't really see this, but he was on the horn in Canadian uh, conservative discourse saying like, what's going to happen? He basically was saying what is going to happen to these Christians is going to be devastating because he knew from going in the middle East from various reporting and things like that, that these various peoples were extremely vulnerable to the chaos. And, um, and then we have this, this, this pulling out by all these Western forces. And within months, essentially after that happened, you had these massive uh, disasters uh, we kind of forget just how bad it was for Christians in Iraq with uh, ISIS or ISIL, as Barack Obama would always have to call them. But it was absolutely devastating. I mean, it was borderline a genocide of the Iraqi Chaldean and Iraqi Orthodox 